Hey, hey, hey. Episode 10. We got some Final Four action. Boy, oh boy. You're listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs. And God damn it, I lost some money. Michigan. Uh, uh, Terrible, man. I, I, I actually had a good night last night. Uh, I, I bet against my boys. God damn it. Pain in the ass. We're going to do some final, final four coverage today. Uh, give our thoughts on that. And then little opening day preview. Not going to kill that. Not going to do some overkill on that. And then might sneak some bets out as well. So um, I played golf. Before we get into this, I want to say this. I played uh, played nine holes on – I didn't even tell you this. I don't know why I didn't text you after. Uh, when was that, Friday? Yeah, Friday. Because I got my vaccine. I didn't even tell you that. Jeez, I'm keeping you out of the loop, man. Sheesh. Yeah, I got my vaccine Friday, so I'm good. Um, got that done, and then I played golf. I was going to play 18, but then I had to get this damn vaccine. So, um, yeah, that was good. What did you shoot? Uh, 44. It was kind of rough, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, that's not Alex Jacobs. Uh-uh. I started, uh, I started triple-double. But, I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Like, I wasn't even mad about it. Like, I was just like, eh. No, nah, fifty a forty four for you really isn't that terrible. Yeah, like I, I'm like usually I'm right I'm I'm right around there. It's like maybe, like at a best I'll be like thirty nine. At a best I'll be like thirty eight. But like, nah. Yeah, but, I feel like, um, it's funny because I feel like fifty five or forty five for you and fifty five for me is the same thing. Yeah, it's like I'm like, like a I'm like a triple digit guy. Yeah, but like that's also like the the, it's also I mean, just the difference in how long we've been playing. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I was, and I didn't, you know, I didn't go to the range or anything before. So, like, after the first two holes, I was like, I mean, like, that's what he, like, those types of shots you would have had on the range. Like, you know, like, I had a three wood on the par five second, and I just pulled it left. I hit it really good, but I just pulled it left. And, like, see, that would have, I would have got that, that, you know, rollover wrist type thing out of the way on the range. But, right. so I was like, I don't really care. Um, right. And then I, mean, I started to pick it up. Uh, missed a couple just a couple of par putts after that, but I was giving myself those opportunities, which I wasn't at the beginning. It was just I fun to be out there. More, man. Yeah, we. I know we were no, talking. I need you to. I need you to give me help, bro. Because I, can, I feel like I can be really nasty at golf. I just had to get the, my, my fundamentals down, and I, they're not down. They're not. Yeah, far well, from I mean, it. dude, we. I mean, it's what today's the thirty first of March, so um, we can we can, you know, start to get that out for this summer. The, the female comes out of me when I'm on, man. You see me hit, you see me hit some good shots. I you see have. Me hit some, I, I really you see have. Me hit some not so great shots that haven't left the tee box. But it was one we won't talk about this. When we played at Enniscrone, there was a par three. Yeah, that's, how, that's what I'm talking I, about. That shot. I was nasty. the last person that all, all of you guys went. I missed. I I missed, missed the green. All you missed. I stepped up. You already know how. You already know that. Yeah, goes. and you, you and you you part that one. Um, yeah. So I mean, and it's starting to get warm. I know. I saw Friday it's supposed to be like 28 degrees as the low. So I guess they're still trying to show us that it's still March. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to get out there. We'll start doing some content. Um, oh, that'd be some crazy content. That's what I'm saying. I got to get this damn, I got to hit on one of these parlays and then I'm getting, I'm going to get two new wireless mics and this camera. So it'll be, I just need this parlay to go and I'm good. 
Word. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's how. That, I mean, as easy as that sounds. Sheesh. But anyway, uh, let's sell, go. Take UCLA money line. Yeah, you did. Wait, what? Well, you did what? I said take UCLA money line. No, no. <laughs> you that'll take care of all your needs. <laughs> let's um, let's start with our elite eight games from Monday. Today is Wednesday. Um, Oregon State, Houston. I think the uh, I like I had Oregon State spread, so that was good. Again, I think they were they were four and zero against the spread. Oregon State four and zero against the spread in the tournament for them. Obviously, didn't get the job done, but for betters, they really did. Houston, and again, we talked about this: how good of a tournament team these guys are. And I I didn't have them going to the final four, but um, I think I had them losing to Oklahoma State. But, like, I don't know. And and then, so they, they Houston just showed that. But here's the other thing about Houston that I want to I want to say. They also didn't have a hard road, okay, to get to where they are. And they should have lost to uh, Houston. Houston should have lost to Rutgers. So, if we're looking at it, like, if we're looking at, you know, the Final Four matchup between... Houston and Baylor. I mean, I really don't think it's uh, Baylor's minus five in the spread. I don't really think it's it's a a tough call here. Who to take? I mean, I, I understand the the talk about the Houston have a tough road and all that, but I I'm we have to call bullshit on that because I don't know. I mean, that team was down by nine in the second half versus Rutgers dead in the water, and it looked really bad. I mean, it looked like Rutgers going to move on. I had Rutgers money line and spread, and it looked like it was all over for Houston. They came back, won that game. They, they play Syracuse. I mean, you have Buddy Bayheim that we don't know if he's the next Jimmy for, Jimmy for that. We don't know what's going on here. Syracuse is doing this thing again where the Orange is under seed and they go to the Final Four. And they handled Syracuse easily. I think they won game 62 to 46. So Yeah, I mean, on. that pissed me off because I they have play, They play yeah. another Cinderella, Oregon State, that's beating good teams. And in the Elite Eight, I mean, and, and, they, and they shut down what Oregon State does best. Ethan Thompson shot three for 12. That team played – one of the worst games they played all season. Um, I just that's. I think I think Houston they have what it takes because they're well coached with Kelvin Sampson. They offensive rebound better than any team left in the Final Four. They crash boards. They play motivated basketball. I think Houston's dangerous. I I, I see what you're saying that they might not be the best tournament team, but I, I think I think Houston's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I really like I I could see myself putting them in the Final Four. But I didn't want to go all chalk. And before we go to this Baylor Arkansas game, if Michigan wins last night, it's three ones, um, and a two. So you talk about oh, Elks is all chalk. Elks is all chalk. That would have been three of the four one seeds and a two seed in the final four. But oh, we don't put we don't put chalk in final fours. No, we don't do that. Can you imagine? That would have been such. Goddamn slap back in your face is what it was. Not been. really, bro. Because it you, do, you, do you see the Elite Eight in the Sweet 16? Okay. But I'm talking strictly Final Four. It goes to show the high seeds right. make it. That's the stat. 41% of brackets. It's it's 41% of the one seeds so, so, make so, it to so the, you're, you're, to you're the pu- Final Four. You're, you need you're to have puffing, two in there. And there's two pu- in there. You're puffing your chest out because two one seeds made the Final Four. And I have them in there. Which they're, so, which they're supposed to do. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been there as well. I don't care. I don't know who else didn't have Baylor and Gonzaga. 
if you want to run around, run around the uh, well, we're, we're gonna get to Gonzaga I have, because I'm because you had Gonzaga and Baylor in your final four, which yep, I don't know because Sister Dean probably had that final four. That's who's moving on. Uh, Arkansas and Baylor, eighty-one to seventy-two. Baylor in that one. I really thought they were gonna beat him a little bit more because Arkansas, we like we talked about, should have lost to Oral Roberts, should have lost to uh, Colgate in the beginning. They won by two points against Oral Roberts. You're really, you're really discrediting these mid-majors teams, man. I'm give, I'm really, I'm I'm just shitting on Arkansas. They should not be in this where in, the, in that they shouldn't have been in that position at all. <sighs> They're smart, but here, here's the thing: for people that actually took, like myself and like Manny, who actually took uh, Oral Roberts spread, that was probably the biggest lock. I had their money line, man. Lock of the tournament was was plus eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. Arkansas is not covering eleven. Not covering twelve points. Come on. So, um, but Baylor looked good. I really thought they were going to win. By, I thought they were going to kill him. I mean, I thought I said it about the Nova game too, and they only won by what. 11, 10 against Nova, Baylor. So I thought, I mean, like I said, I said last week, I said, oh, Baylor's going to win by 20. And we they weren't really on that mark. They couldn't shoot. It's a very low-scoring game. Um, and if you look at this matchup that could be in the in the championship, two high-scoring teams, I'm, I'm not saying it, it could be, Gonzaga-Baylor. And my, I'm telling you, man, I have... My my final score, you know, you, it's like your tiebreaker. You have to put in a final score. My final score for Gonzaga versus Baylor in the championship is 87-81. And I think I said that last week too, but that is really realistic. I mean, it really is. Like, Baylor's putting up, you know. Now let's let's hold on. I mean, I know they didn't get anywhere close to, to, the, to the in the 80s against Nova, but, I mean, they've been in the 80s. Gonzaga's been in the 80s. Like, if I get that right, 87-81, and Gonzaga dropping, what, 20, uh, 85 last night? 85-66 in that score. So, uh, can you... Im- it's not going to matter if I get the tiebreaker, but that would just be cool to be like, oh, I made this bracket a month ago, and I predicted the score, and I got it right. One of these teams lose, bro. I hope you understand that. And I, I really think it's going to be Baylor. I really think it's going to be Baylor, bro. I mean... Well, because you're not, you can't sit there. You that I mean, that's the right answer. You can't sit there and say, "Oh, Gonzaga's gonna lose." If there's any, if there's a, a top seed to lose here, it's gonna be out of the two. It's gonna be Baylor. It's not. It's not just because Gonzaga's Gonzaga. Like it's not. It has nothing I to do with that. So. I think it is. It's for the. It's for the pure fact that Houston. Like I, I just feel like they're that they're that team that you don't talk about all year. I feel like they haven't given the publicity that they deserve in the tournament. They have none of the the, the great players in the team that get the shine that they deserve. And round after round after round, they just handle business. They're covering spread. They're handling business. They're dead in the water. And they're coming back. And they're hurt, banged up, coming back in a nice game. I mean, I, I, Kelvin Sanchez is a really experienced coach. This team, I, the way they play basketball, it's the defensive-minded, team-minded. It's not one player that beats you. It's the whole team. It's diving on the floor. It's my point guard going down in the paint and getting a loose ball. It, it, it's that brand of basketball that wins championships. And I think this Houston team, I'm, I'm going to keep stressing it, that, that team is really dangerous. Um, not to get deep into the picks, but Baylor's only a five-point favorite. I mean, as much as you're talking about in Houston, how easily Baylor should wipe the floor with them, they, I don't think that's a five-point spread. This game's gonna be a little closer than you think, and I don't know. I mean, I think I don't know. really the to your point, you're totally a 100% right. Houston has not gotten 
the, the publicity this season at all. But I mean, it's like, and I that's for a reason though. I mean, they're not playing the top dogs. Because it's because they play. It's because they play in the AAC. Right. And they're already one of the top dogs, so why are we going to focus on them? But like I said at the beginning, when we did our preview, this was, you know, probably five weeks ago now. Houston. Wait, but that argument is really invalid, though, because then why, are we give, why do we give Gonzaga publicity? It's, you're totally right. Anybody? You're totally right. But carry on. I mean, the only argument that could be is because Gonzaga is so consistent, but at the same time... So is Houston. So, uh, so is Houston. Um... The whole thing with 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 Gonzaga is, I I don't think a lot of people thought that Gonzaga was just gonna go undefeated the entire season and win. But also, besides Houston, we and we said this. Besides Houston, uh, Gonzaga had the easiest road. And like I said, they're walking through the West. And you know, I did we and both of us last week we did pick Gonzaga over USC. But we did we did also say that I remember saying, uh, you, you like Gonzaga, look out these these I, shooters. Oh, I, I oh I absolutely bet the USC spread. Absolutely. Oh, I hammered uh Gonzaga spread. There was no way. And uh, I, was, I mean, uh... dude, it it was like what thirteen and a half minutes in the in the first half. The six and a half minutes had gone by, and uh USC had scored ten points. What? Yeah. That's the team. <laughs> So, I I I do want to say. I do think that, not even just not even based off of last night's games with with USC and UCLA, I do think UCLA is just going to play a better game, and they're still going to lose by freaking thirty. Like that's <laughs> just it's just the 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 fact of the matter. I mean, they're like like you said about uh, Baylor washing the floor, or whatever wiping the floor. Gonzaga is like. Man, and I'm like I'm not even a fan of, of Gonzaga. I've just the been riding is, them this entire see, tournament. See, I'm like, oh my here's, god. Here's the thing, and I need you to flashback. I believe it's the 2015 Final Four. Kentucky's undefeated, and they're walking into the Final Four just like Gonzaga. Everyone believes they're going to make the finals. They're going to play Duke. It's all working out the way everyone had it all year, because no one, like I said, can beat Kentucky. No one can beat Gonzaga when they're on their A game. We have yet to see Gonzaga play something less than their A game in a big game, in my opinion. I think if there's a game from the slip up, it would be a game like this. They like they kind of all right, we made it all the way. Mind you, when you win the Elite Eight, it's the regional final. You get the confetti, you get the raise the trophy. Maybe there's a little <sighs> bring their shoulders down a little bit. We're not as we're not as stressed. We're playing UCLA. Juzang just twisted his ankle at the end of the game last game. He might be banged up. Who knows? Who knows though? They might they might be taking them a little more lightly than they should. You never I, I'm not listen. This game should be won by Gonzaga, 86 to 68. Should be. In the simulator every time, nine to ten times. It's the tournament though. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting big butler vibes from Johnny Johnny Juice oh. hanging the boys. I, I'm getting big butler vibes. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I um I'm eager to see, but like I said, I really think that UCLA will play a better game. But it's regardless, it's not, it's not, it's not going to matter. Um, after seeing and you talk about Gonzaga defensively, how look you, I, I'm going to say this, but uh, USC really wasn't shooting right at all. I mean, they 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 had so many chances early on in the game and they just couldn't get anything to fall. But 
to the other side, I mean, Gonzaga defensively is just so much better in, in every way. So for UCLA to just go in there and, you know, they're going to hit their shots, do whatever, it's going to be a tougher road in that game defensive-wise to actually score. And I just think that it's not it's not going to matter. There's just, there's just that, there's it's just not that, that, going there's, to matter. There's just that 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 scrappiness that UCLA has that that I just that gives me some type of I don't know like. But here's the thing that we felt. Cody that- Cody Riley is six nine. Hunter Dickinson's the freshman of the year. He's seven foot. He's probably seven feet one. And I mean Dickinson played a good game last night, but it wasn't he wasn't Big Ten freshman of the year Hunter Dickinson that we've seen. I, I mean, obviously, my man Timmy over there in the West Coast. Drew Timmy is the baddest. He's the dude. truth. He's the truth. Baddest He's dude the ever. truth. He's the truth. But I just, I, I've seen, we've seen it in the upsets that UCLA have pulled. That if you don't play their A game, if you give them a window of opportunity, they take it. Because although Michigan, like you said, Gonzaga plays good defense, Michigan played a great defensive game last night. I mean, if you tell me that. Michigan's going to hold UCLA to 51 points. They I'm also should be scoring 49, though. Exactly, exactly, though. But that's 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 a testament to my point that if you give UCLA a window of opportunity, if you don't play your A game, if you're not scoring, if one if only your facet of your games, of your mantra of your games is lacking, UCLA takes advantage of that, and that's why they're here. So I'm, all I'm saying is that Gonzaga, they're not all in their A game. If they leave that window for UCLA, I mean, these guys have nothing to lose. I, I, I'm I'm – you have a team with absolutely nothing to lose, and you have another team with the world to lose. Now, here's the thing, though. We 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 said this about exactly USC wild. in this game. Okay. How we're talking about UCLA. We talked about this. We said, oh, we were, we were, I said, oh, UC, uh, USC, you're going to give them a run for their money, and they lose by 19. So, like, I, I just feel like there's no, and a lot of people were like, you know what? I don't think Gonzaga spread on this one in terms of betting. I don't know if Gonzaga spread. Can they cover? What was it? Eight and a half, eight points. I, no doubt in my mind. Um, I did have Michigan spread, though, so that was kind of annoying. But, yeah, I mean, Michigan had – let's talk about that for a second. The that, that ending, the last two minutes, it's really the last four minutes. Michigan could barely get a bucket. And then they have fast forward a little bit, down to two minutes, clock's ticking. They miss. UCLA is bringing up the court. Um, taking it slow, letting the clock tick down. And they get another chance. They get a look for three, wide open look, miss. And then they get another look. They got, you know, two to three good chances. They caught an offensive rebound on the on the second miss three to go up by by one. And um couldn't got the offensive rebound, couldn't get it to go. Then the timeout, then the made free throws, get another wide open look to win the game. Tipped off UCLA's hands. They get another chance with 0.5 seconds to go. Obviously, it's really tough to just catch and shoot with a half a second. Did have the look, though. Did get the ball off. Just can't get it to go. There's, I, There was really no reason no, for I, Michigan to lose that game in the final three minutes of play. This is what I saw in the last – you part of the last two minutes, and I will harp on the last two minutes, but the last five to eight minutes of that Michigan game, I've seen how much they missed livers. I mean, that's a, 40, that's a leading score, 43% three-point shooter, and they couldn't buy a bucket. And they, I mean, I don't want to, I'm going to be as careful as I can say this because Franz Wagner and Mike Smith are both great players, like great players. But down the stretch, I don't, I mean, you've seen Wagner get the ball. I've seen him hit that wide open three at the top of the key so many times this year, cash, cold-blooded. And it seemed like when the game mattered most, when, was, when the stage was the brightest, lights were the brightest, they needed to make the shot more than ever, he airballed it. And, and then you see Eli Brooks catch the airball. 
I keep hearing all this, all toward my head. He's he might not be the best player, but he's the most important. He's he's our vet. It's that the third, and he grabs the ball, catches on the rim with six seconds left. Doesn't look, doesn't take a step, doesn't take a dribble, just throws it. Like I don't want the ball. So I see two guys that I can question that did you really want the ball in that situation? If they have livers, I don't know. He's gonna he's getting the ball in this situation every time. Then you have Mike Smith come down after the free throws. He has the defender backpedaling. And just pulls up for three, down by two. Bro, take another dribble in. Another I don't dribble know. I kind of like the. I, I kind of like the idea. He he had it. He had they a went, shot. They, they took three shots for the win. I know. I understand, Jawan Smith. You want to play your percentages? Okay. We shoot about thirty-seven percent from the three-point line. We get three chances. One of these don't have to fall. I understand the logic, but damn, Jawan, like just go to the cup, man. I don't. I wanted to see Michigan. Uh, I, all the teams left. Uh, Michigan, Houston, are my two favorites, and seeing them now hurts. Yeah, I, I mean, when you're looking at, at Michigan there, like I said, there's no reason they should have lost that game in those last few minutes, those last couple of minutes. Uh, it, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I feel like a fan, man. I got my Michigan yellow on. Yeah. I mean, I, if you watched the Fab Five years ago, you fall in love with the Fab Five. Then they Juwan comes back, coach the team. Again. You, see Jaylen, you see Jalen Rose in the crowd with his Michigan gear on. He's getting hype, and I'm getting hype with him, and then they lose. They also shouldn't have been pretty much trying to crawl to just stay in the game the entire way. They, they, they should have been in that position anyway. Like, they did that to themselves. Down at halftime. You know, I mean, they barely had a lead in that game. The game was very, very tight the whole way, but they couldn't... When it mattered, they couldn't buy a bucket. There's no reason that they should have lost this game. But also, I mean, I'm not trying to say Livers is the whole team, but you have to give them credit that they were able to get to this point without him. Oh, no, 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 absolutely, absolutely. But no. I'm, but again, I'm not trying to say, oh, Livers is the whole team, you know. No, there's no, your excuse. No, 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 I'm just saying, you know, a lot of people had them, including myself, had them going out to LSU, right? Mm-hmm. Or even before that, or even to to LSU and then to Florida State. Because, not even because thought, of Livers. We had, we had, we had. Okay, maybe not because I thought because of Livers they were going to see their maker, like their, their holes were going to get exposed a lot earlier. Because they didn't have livers, and I've seen the match with LSU. You have Cam Thomas that can score at will. I'm thinking maybe this is a match where they missed their score. Maybe it was LSU. Michigan showed that that team's deeper, and and they're they're not. They're young. I mean, Franz Wagner's a sophomore. Uh, Hunter Dickinson's obviously a freshman. Those guys are coming back, and and they can pick up a load if they need to. Um, I was actually really impressed with this run by Michigan. They should have made the Final Four, yes, but. I actually was really impressed, honestly, because there's there was a couple there was plenty of situations during this run where it wasn't the easiest for them. Oh at yeah, all. I mean they they were they were getting at, killed in the last game. They um, get killed. They came back from down at half twice. I mean, there's a lot of times that they had to look themselves in the locker room and be like, "All right, we got to pick our shit up and go." And, and they it did was, it every time. It was really cool seeing John Howard when those guys are running off the court. He's standing there right before they run off, high five mm-hmm. them, hugging them, you know, because like he's like he's still a player. Yep. Yeah. You guys did like you guys did good. Keep your head up, you know. Right. Um, we have to give a lot of credit to you at UCL, UCLA here. Um, first four to fucking final four since 08 when Big Russ Westbrook and Kevin Love were part of the squad. What a squad! Man, Super cool too. to see. And one thing I wanted to highlight too as well is in those like pregame pre bracket stuff with, like, Jay Billis and all them. One of the things that they were big bracket guys, big college basketball guys, as as they were highlighting those first four games, they were like, okay, the UCLA-Michigan State game 
well, the, the, the winner of this has the possibility to make a big run. Well, you know what? Don't discredit yourself all day, AJ, because did we not both of us say that breaking down that Michigan State-UCLA matchup, but we both had Michigan State. We didn't have UCLA, but we did say the winner of this game is dangerous. Yeah. Don't discredit yourself. Don't discredit yourself. All right. All right. I'll, 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 I'll give a little bit of credit. Uh, <laughs> but because I had – I mean, I, I didn't even have – UCLA making the actual tournament, you know. Right. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying we had we had like that first four matchup. We were saying the team that wins that can had do damage, but we had Michigan State. But it's all good. Yeah, I mean, but that's just crazy. First four to final four. I don't know if I've if I can remember. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Yeah, no. Nah, um, 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 VCU. It was VCU one year did that. Um, and then someone else. It wasn't yeah, old. I, it's it's actually really cool to see. Yeah. Um. And I saw another stat. There was only a fourteen point seven million brackets, twenty eight hundred. It was like twenty eight thirty seven to be exact, but uh, twenty about twenty eight hundred people, twenty eight hundred brackets had the correct final four. That's still crazy. There's no, I mean, there's no perfect brackets at all. That's 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 way more than I would have thought that it would have UCLA in their final four. Considering considering the and considering the the bracket they came out of. I mean, they got to get past me. I, I don't know. They had, a, get, I, they had to get past. You, they you had to get past Michigan, through, uh, pass through your guys. You got to pick them over Michigan. You got to pick them over Alabama. You got to pick them over Texas. I mean, if you pick them, come out. They come out that reason to go to the final. Had to pick over Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> I thought they were going to. I thought they. That, that should. Uh, you didn't have to do that to me, bro. <laughs> so Saturday night. That will be April 3rd, 5.14 p.m. on CBS. Baylor is minus 5. Baylor and Houston. We'll do our picks here, and then we'll do a little baseball preview and get some bets. So, um, Baylor and Houston, Baylor minus 5. Obviously, I already said my thoughts on uh, on Houston. I said at the beginning of our NCAA preview that uh, Houston's always been a consistently good tournament team. I and and to kind of counter that though, uh, their road has not been uh, has not been, you know, that hard. And you can like I like Manny tried to contest me earlier. You can say that with Gonzaga, but Gonzaga just steamrolled. You know they so it's it's different. It's a different kind of a thing for me. Yeah, they had like I said they were gonna walk through the West, and they did, but they steamrolled their way through. Versus Houston, where they're, we're almost losing. We're down at halftime twice. We're 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 about to, uh, in a position to lose to to Rutgers, a ten seed Rutgers. Um, so I'm gonna go Baylor, and as a betting man, you know if you're gonna play something on here, I'm taking Baylor spread. Um, yeah, that's my pick for Baylor, and then we'll get to Gonzaga in a second. But what do you got for that one? Easily Houston plus five. I was I was just waiting for you to go that direction. I think this I think this line's gonna get bet up. I think you're gonna see it probably what's today? The thirty first? Yeah, games on the third. You'll probably see that line as high as six and a half for Baylor. Yeah, I'll see it maybe it might even go to seven. You you take that at Houston plus six and a half, plus six all day. All day. And you're picking this game. This this is this is a three point four point game. Are you picking Houston to win this one too, or just like not even uh, time, as, not even time, betting, time, not even time, betting, just to move time on. Time will I mean yes. For the show, for the show, yes, I, I do pick Houston. Okay, all right. So I got but for there. from a betting from a betting aspect, we will see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then our night game on Saturday, eight thirty four, on CBS. Gonzaga is minus 
14. Minus oh. 14. Can you imagine what seeing oh. what UCLA did last night, seeing what Gonzaga did to USC, and then after being eight-point favorites, they're going to say, you know what, we're going to boost you to 14. I think this smart bet here would be UCLA plus 14, but I don't even know if I'm going to touch it, to be honest with you. I don't know. I'm going to go, uh, obviously, I'm riding with, with Gonzaga, 30-0. and 0. Um, I am going to pick Gonzaga, and if I'm going to bet, I think my lock will be the over in this game. I, I'm not really a big college basketball over guy, but to actually play something here, it would be um, 146 is what it's at right now. 146. Yeah, you know what? And I was going to have to just counter you on that. And I think the pick here is the under all day. Wow. Okay. If UCLA has any chance. Defensively, you're right. But if UCLA has any chance in this basketball game, it's to not get into a tracking with Gonzaga. If even if they lose by the 14, they're going to lose not running with this team unless they get down tremendously large early. I mean, but we. Your hope for the your hope for the over is that Gonzaga comes out roaring or UCLA comes out roaring or forces someone to come back. But but hold on a second. You look at Gonzaga in their road to get here. In the first round, 98 points. In the second round, 87 points. In the Sweet 16, 83 points. And in the Elite Eight, 85 points. So you figure you literally need 60 from UCLA. Okay, they had 51 last night. Okay. I'm telling you, that is, that's got to be the smarter pick. Instead of the spread... It's got to be a smart pick. I don't really give a shit you. about it, though. I understand. I, re- I understand. I just look at the matchup here, and there's absolutely no chance UCLA says we're going to run with this team and score in the 70s. That's how we're going to the Final Four. They're going to they're, – they're, mind you, Cronin's a defensive-minded coach. He's going to that meeting, and he's telling them if if they score over 70, we probably lost. That's probably the message that he's probably spending a lot of time. I think we see like a game that's in the 60s. This is probably going to end at like 130, 135. But hey, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so that's our little Final Four preview. Man, I mean, we made it, dude. We're, we're almost on the tournament. It's crazy. It didn't It was fly? a grind. Didn't it was fly, a grind. Though? It did fly. It's crazy. I think, I think, I think, they, I think the guys over on, uh, over on the social media is waiting for, waiting for us to post something other than college basketball. I know. But, it's uh, actually it's just so funny though. I mean, we I remember doing the preview for it and then doing like the the I, week before. I was telling I was telling I was telling y'all strap in, and strap in. It's now. I mean, we're we're right here at the final four. So uh, enough on that. We're gonna go to a small uh, opening day preview. As opening day is one day away, one day away. I am so excited. Baseball is back. And I don't, I guess maybe because of the tournament, it's just, uh, it felt like it was further away. I mean, I was focusing a lot of my attention on, on NCAA basketball and this, this March Madness tournament. So, uh, but to have this here, I think it's such a great segue to see this college basketball season come to a close, the tournament's over, and then we have, uh, we have opening day with the, New York Yankees and the Toronto Blue Jays kicking things off at 1.05 p.m. with the man, the legend, Garrett Cole on the mound. I think, I don't know what that's going to be. I think I will be taking his over in strikeouts, again, as a betting man. But um, just to start here, I know this might be a little bit biased, but um, 
Yankees and Blue Jays, I know they're right off the bat. That's why I'm starting there. Uh, no, you're right off the bat. I like cool. this matchup as the, the the season opener, the series opener for these guys because these are going to be the two teams that are going to be battling for the AL East. The oh, Rays, the, the, the Rays really kind of just fell off with the with Charlie Morton leaving and, and Blake Snell leaving. Um, pitching is, is, is a problem for them. So, and, a, and this was already like this is nothing new. I mean, this is not a hot take that oh the Rays aren't going to be as good as last year. This is this has been said. This is well known that the Rays aren't going to be where they were. So it really is going to be a, a Blue Jays and uh, a, a young developed Blue Jays team, um, and the Yankees for the AL East. But regardless, as a Yankees fan, I don't really give a shit because it's not like they're going to miss the Yankees are going to miss the playoffs even if the Blue Jays catch the division, which I still don't think they are. The Yankees are already favored. I think it's. I forget what the what they are to win the win the uh, American League. I forget what it is. It's it's. I think it's. I don't even know. Minus something. Minus. I don't know. I don't want to say it's minus. I want to be right on it. Um, but I'm just. Uh, I'm so excited for the season and to to have fans in the stadium. I do want to be able to get to a game. Um, I actually almost went to. I almost. I almost got tickets to. Uh, the Phillies opening day, just because you know we're fifteen minutes. Yeah, tickets just aren't that. Tickets aren't that bad. It's supposed to rain. Yeah, and it's gonna be a little cold. It's gonna be like forty five. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. Yankees look good right now. Chapman is serving that two game suspension, so maybe Chad Green will be the closer. Don't really know how that's gonna pan out. Uh, and then, you know, we'll see how how uh how Saturday goes. Yankees playing Thursday and Saturday, and we get to see our our first glimpse of Kluber. On the mound, so that'll be a nice. You know, there, there's a two. couple of there's a couple of things on open day that like are, are really interesting in my opinion. I mean, first of all, you open up with the Yankees game. Um, the Yankees Blue Jays. Blue Jays are. I mean, the Yankees are minus one seventy seven in this game. I don't understand. I don't understand that. I think the Blue Jays and Yankees are closer than we think. I think the Blue Jays are a really complete team. Yep. Um, I think there's something to look out for this season. I think that first game is going to go to the Yankees, but this series over the whole year. And maybe in the rest of this, I don't know if that's a three-game series or a four-game series, but that's something to watch out for. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and also, like, the fact that those young guys, Bo Bichette and yep. Fly Guerrero Jr., he lost all that weight. So, see if he's still going to be more of a yeah, that. Did I call the Blue Jays the more complete team than the Yankees on air? I think I did that. I take that back. But I mean... It's closer than we think. It's closer than we think. It is closer than we think. Um, but, yes, they, they do have that, that, that young talent that's developing... Uh, I do want to highlight just because we are outside Philadelphia, the 305 game. Yes, sir. Was hosting the Braves. Max Freed, watch the hell out. I know there's no on the mound. He's had some struggles in spring training. Don't know how it's going to really work out. Uh, a lot of the problems for the Phillies last season was pitching and bullpen and this and that. Able to get some trades going. Um, able to make some moves and actually get something going. So... Uh, but the problem this is, is a real, this is a really interesting series to watch in terms of like to see the the moves that the Braves made and see how they elevate division wise too. Let's see let's see how much Charlie helps that rotation out. Let's yeah. see how much let's see how well they stack up against the division. And let's see how let's see how good their one stacks up against the third fourth cog in the divisions one. Let's really see how good the Braves are, um, and let's see how good my Phillies are. But and you you look division wise too. The um, I know I don't know if I said it on this on this show, but. Uh, Bryce Harper saying that the NL East is the best division of baseball. It is. Um, 
and I think we did talk about this, but we did. We talked about this. And yeah, I said that it, and it was but so that's what I'm saying for the Phillies. It's not going to be an easy road this season, regardless of the moves that they made and the re-signings that they did. Absolutely, these important re-signings that we had we had touched on um, right before the tournament. It's not going to be an easy road with the Braves. It's not going to be an easy road with the Mets getting that that Lindor help. Um, you know, and and they're starting pitching. It's not going to be easy with Nationals still being able to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and what Miami was able to do last season and, and actually make the playoffs. So that division is, is, is also very, very stacked. I know when you look at the AL East, uh, it's really the Red Sox is, and the Orioles just kind of fall off. But in uh, in the NL East, on the other side, it's more of a complete division. So for, for Phillies fans, for the Phillies as a whole, it's not going to be an easy road this season at all, regardless of the moves that were made. Yeah, we're gonna see a tough season. That that's gonna be that that NL East is gonna be a bloodbath. Honestly, and the thing about the NL East is that you could see a team like the Phillies and the Marlins be second in that division in contention just because that division has to play each other so much and the skill gap is so close to where they're gonna see a lot of teams, a lot of different teams win those games, win those series. So NL East is gonna be uh I think it's gonna be a sprint all the way up until October. Or not October, all the way up until like probably August, late August in that division. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, I'm also really excited to see this. Dodgers and uh, and Padres teams as they as they fight it out in this division um, with with their both moves. got they both got easy as they easy, got Bleak uh... Snell and and you Darvish and oh people want to say okay I heard it on Monday uh, people want to say you Darvish he's washed he's he's washed he's so ass yeah I was sucks. I was gonna say that's something I wanted to really see because you Darvish like... going at going as a number one I want to see I really want to see how that. Because we had to, I, I mean, me myself, I'm hyped up to Padres too going into the year. So yeah, I'm, and obviously with the big signing, you want to see how Tatis does, and you know hasn't really yeah. played a full season yet. So to be able to get that that amount of money is um, is unreal. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just so excited, and with all the moves that have been made in this off season that we touched on a couple couple weeks ago before the um, the March Madness tournament, to see how these guys will pan out and 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 how they're going to affect the new teams that they're on is is ridiculous i mean mm-hmm. like just going back for an example i mean the top guy the starter for the tampa bay rays is tyler glass now he lost oh, yep. they lost two of their main guys so just things like that where it's like wow you know we're, we're, does, does glass now different. does glass now step up and be everything the rays want him to be or does he you know what I mean? There's a lot of questions. Like there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of open-ended questions this year. That will be which I really, right. I really like. Just to I see, really also, like. you know, and and in, in, in a pitching standpoint, you know, you see the Dodgers rotation now. You got Dustin May and Clayton Kershaw mm-hmm. going. I know Clayton Kershaw's getting that start on opening day. Um, you know, Walker Bueller there as well, and then of course Trevor Bauer. So as a you talk about a complete a complete team right there, it's the Dodgers, but. You know, the Padres really. know how to hit. So, um, but yeah, we're gonna be getting into more of the MLB as as things start to uh, move on. I know we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs of the NBA and the NHL season. But right now, it's just the start of the MLB, and and there will be that that break period where it's gonna be mainly a um, MLB coverage for us. So. Uh, along with this 17-game NFL season happening just yesterday and the trade deadline uh, for the NBA and the trade deadline coming up for the NHL. those Aside from those big topics, we have the MLB just getting started and this this huge 
almost, almost, almost back to normal season. So we will be, uh, we will be watching that very closely, and and definitely it's gonna be fun to bet on these. You know, I, like I said, I'm really looking to take Garrett Cole and his strikeouts. I'm thinking it's probably gonna be seven or eight. So, but thinking about taking Blue Jays. Yeah. Okay. But okay, let's um let's make some bets for tonight. I was pretty cold yesterday. I had Tobias Harris plus to get 25 points. He had 12. Nobody on the Sixers hit their uh hit their props there. And then what else uh, I, had? I had I had I went bigger than on uh I on the Nuggets spread. last night. I had Michigan spread and I had uh and I had Gonzaga spread. So uh not too well. Not 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 a good day for for the kid. I've been on a cold streak. I I mean I, I win one, I lose two, and it's just not. I'm struggling, so I gotta. I'm killing it, bro. I've been I've been personally killing not to Randy Ferrari, but I actually I wouldn't say killing it, but we've been doing well. We've yeah. been doing very well. Um, Tonight though, I don't I don't. Uh, there's a couple of things that that jump over at the screen at me tonight. Okay. I mean. You got the. I made some money last night going against the Philly guys. I mean, you got the Flyers at a minus two hundred versus Sabres. Last time they played the Sabres, they went down three nothing and won that game miraculously. Scored four straight and won. Yeah, that's something to watch out for tonight. Um, I like the Blazers going against the Pistons. Last time the Blazers put the Pistons, the Pistons actually wiped the floor with them. I don't understand how that happened. Um, actually, no, 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 no. It wasn't last time they played the Blazers. The, the 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 Pistons last time they played they played the Raptors they went before with the Raptors which absolutely made no sense to me yeah same because I, I almost I looked at that I'm, I'm right with you and I almost took uh, Raptors on the spread uh-huh. um I'm doing um the one thing I will do I'm only gonna do one play on here but uh, my one play for the day is uh, Knicks minus three uh, over the Timberwolves and that is uh, minus one fourteen. <clears throat> They actually, I took them on the spread at four and a half uh, Monday night against the Heat, and they were covering for most of the first half, started to fall off in the second, and then came back and then ended up losing by 10. So, um, like I said, I'm winning a few and then losing more than I'm winning. So, uh, (laughs) frustrating. But we're going to get out of this cold streak. I'm going to figure it the hell out, whatever the hell it is. But for tonight, I will be taking... Knicks minus three at minus one fourteen. I want to lock something real quick. I just looking at I'm looking at this Boston Dallas game. I don't know about Boston. That scares me. <sighs> I know you got the Suns and the Bulls tonight too, as well. Hey, we can we can we can get we can get to some good old money line parlay action. Okay. Give me. Money line actually. Let me get, let me get the let me get the Blazers money line. Let me get the uh the Bucks money line. Go and get some Lakers. In Staples Center, but I don't, I don't think that should be any problem for the Bucks. Portland and Bucks money line. I'm actually I can actually see what those odds give right now. Yeah. So what you got? You have uh, Blazers. You have Blazers and Bucks money line, and that would be. That would be at minus one fifty nine. If you did a two-teamer money line parlay, that's hideous. I don't even know if I like that much. So I'm gonna take it though. Yeah, I'm it's not it. bad. Nah, nah, it's not bad. But that, it's, 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 I, would, I would take it's, it. I would say it's almost a guaranteed lock. I mean, you got Bucks that are minus four hundred on the on the money line, and then Blazers that are minus three thirty. So to be one fifty nine, just lucky to even have that. Um, yeah, 
It's expensive, though. We'll it see. is, but, you know, if you're willing to ride with it and go for the bigger money, then bigger money to win a little bit less, then that that's the play to do. Those are our picks there. Not a lot going on there. Um, I've been struggling, so I've been trying to keep it a little bit lighter. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> But, I've been I've been big on the uh big on college basketball lately, and we'll be big on MLB when it comes back, obviously too. Yeah. NBA, NBA, I've been I've been I've been putting minds in NBA, but that is heavy lately. We're gonna uh that's gonna do it for today. We're gonna be like I said covering MLB as the season progresses and as other sports start to close out. We also have this giveaway going on still. I think we're only at eighty followers on the Instagram. We have to go to two hundred. If we're lucky, we can switch the NBA gift card to an MLB gift card at that point. Um, so it's going to be a little while until we get to 200. But maybe the news that we have coming in a couple weeks can get us some more followers that way. So we'll see how that goes. You can follow us on the Instagram page at ADEDpod for some clips from the show. There's different content on there from the Twitter, which is a- at ADEDpodcast. Um, you know, we got some some tweeting out the bets on there. It's just different types of content. So you want to just make sure that you're following both so you're not missing out on any of the stuff there. The clips are really fun to watch on the Instagram. And, um, you know, you don't want to be missing out on those if you're following. Make sure, you guys, uh, make sure you guys interact with the post and let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about. I think there was, there was one post where uh, two or three people gave us two or three topics that we brought on the next show, the very next show. Yeah, the so, very next show. Right. Um, you guys, if you guys just comment anything you want to say to Harpo, we'll definitely bring it on the show, whether it's a 30-minute segment or a 10-minute segment, but we'll definitely bring it up. So make sure you guys engage with our post. Let us know what you guys want to hear about. Yep. Um, in terms of the Facebook page, it's the name of the show. Um, probably around the same picks, just about the same picks, uh, the same uh, clips that are going on on the Instagram are going to be on the Facebook as well, just so... Um, like I said in the, in the very beginning of this this podcast, it's a different audience on Facebook. So to be interacting and, and getting that content on, on all these social media platforms is very important. Um, I think we're – I keep, like, seeing TikTok, and I want to make a TikTok for this. I don't know why I'm saying this on air. Right now, but, um, you know, we're, saying, we're, saying, we're saying it on air right now because then we're going to have people listening have and watching it. out for us and we're going to have to do it. Yeah. It is a good way to get exposure there, I will say. It doesn't really do much in terms of a following, but for people to see what you're doing, you can definitely get some views there. So just make sure you're up to date on that. We appreciate you guys so, so much as we ride out the March Madness Tournament. Opening day tomorrow. You've been listening to the All Day Every Day Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs. You can call me All Day AJ. Peace.